Support Life Living, a podcast about what it's like to be a 25-year-old, the fuck-ups and learnings, and real-life inspiration, how you can make the very most out of your 20s. guys hello and welcome back to quarter life living i always do like a little jiggy when i listen to the introductory music i hope you guys like it too my name is olivia and i'm your host for this podcast who is perhaps going through a quarter life crisis maneuvering her 20s and in this podcast episode I'm going to be asking myself the big question in life. Am I ever going to be able to afford a house or a home or an apartment or whatever? This is a question most 20-somethings ask themselves at some stage, but I'm going to be honest here. I hadn't thought about it all that much until a couple of weeks ago when I asked my lovely, lovely Instagram followers What's the number one thing you're struggling with in your 20s right now? And a few people, surprisingly, I don't know why I was so surprised, but a few people responded, saving money for a down payment on a house. And soon after that, I kind of started asking myself, is that something I want to do? Um, why do I not want that right now? And is it something I should be planning and saving up for in the future? I think many of you are probably in the same boat and asking yourself the same question. And at the latest, at the end of this episode, you will be asking yourself that too. And yeah, I think the biggest question that pops up is, do I even want to buy a house? Is it necessary? And yeah, many of us millennials, 20-somethings, were the generation of non-commitment, flexibility, and global citizens would much rather rent a home, which is fair. I mean, yeah, we are the generation who loves to travel, who has family in many different countries, and maybe being stuck to one place isn't the greatest idea. I actually don't think that buying a house or a property is necessary for everyone and especially in one circumstance. Um, the biggest one for me is if you just simply cannot afford it. It's definitely not the ticket to happiness. It won't solve any problems. But on the other hand, it's a lifelong dream for many of us and one I would like to fulfill someday for myself as well. And it's always good to set goals and directions in your life so you have something to work towards and that makes things like saving money a lot easier. So before we get into the question of how am I ever going to be able to afford a home, I want to get into the why. Why would you even bother buying a house or an apartment? Why do we all feel the need to do so and what are the pros and cons of renting? So the first question I've asked myself, and maybe you want to go ahead and do that too, is do I really want this and why? Do I really want to own a home? And if yes, is it because I think it's going to make me happy? Is it because 
it's what my parents did? Or is it because society says that's what you do? You know, you you get married, you buy a house, you have babies. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that everybody needs to figure out for themselves. I mean, to each their own. Some people are happy with that, some are not. And there are definitely things that I have questioned in my life. I haven't figured out my decision about it entirely but um, I think it's always good to question everything. I think you also need to ask yourself what's your personal opportunity cost? Is there anything in your life you've put off? Is there any area you'd like to personally develop in? Is there any career chance you haven't taken? Is there maybe, I don't know, a travel opportunity you would like to do instead and I'm not saying that I mean you just need to weigh up which is more important for you and some of these like short-term things like traveling or buying expensive handbags and stuff that's things you need to sacrifice if you're working towards a bigger goal in the future that's like not right now And our generation is a bit impatient and can't wait for stuff. Um, and that's something I think we need to learn. But you really need to weigh up what is more important for you. Is it more important for me to own a home? Or is it more important for me to do, I don't know, a master's degree in London so I can work in a specific area for the rest of my life? I mean, that's that affects a lot of your life as well. Also, owning a home or a house um, limits you in your freedom. Obviously, you can't just pick up your stuff and leave. I mean, how freaking awesome as a tenant, you can just like say, right, um, Mr. Landlord, I'm going to move out in one month and I'm just going to move to Sweden. <laughs> I did that two years ago. But you can do that. I mean, You just pick up your stuff and leave and you have very little to take care of. I mean, you still have some stuff to take care of, but not that much. And obviously buying a house or a home means being stuck in one place. And um, for me personally, I think that's why what has been blocking me from even going into the thought of buying a house or a home is the fact that I'm not sure where I want to live where I want to settle down and I honestly think that changes <laughs> it changes all the time anyway so that's a very very difficult decision in general but yeah obviously buying a house or a home means being stuck in one place and that is another opportunity cost because you could be living somewhere else another big question and if not the biggest question when it comes to this podcast episode and whether you should buy a house or not is can you afford it and that's a question that might seem black and white but I actually don't think is black and white because it's not just about like okay this is the price of a house and this is how much money I've saved and that's it you know uh, there's a lot more to it. I think the first thing you need to ask yourself is, do you have a security net? 
The security net for me is financial savings that will catch you if anything unexpected happens. So you lose your job, you get sick, I don't know, uh, World War Three breaks out. <laughs> hey, you never know with Trump. Yeah, it's a security net. So you should have about, in my opinion, at the very least 1,000 euros to 5,000 euros and upwards of a security net. First of all, ask yourself if you have that. The next one, which I'm luckily, very, very luckily not affected by, is debt. Do you have any debt that needs to be paid off? Credit card debt, student loans, whatever, that should be your number one priority right now. Saving money and paying off that debt. It's just not nice to owe anyone money. You know that weird feeling you get when you owe a friend money even if it's just like five or ten euros you don't want to be in debt like it's not a nice feeling so well I personally want to get out of debt ASAP as fast as freaking possible and before you go on to make a next commitment obviously you need to uh, take into consideration if you have any debt right now and how you can get that paid off ASAP. As I said, I'm so grateful. I went to university in Vienna in Austria, uh, which is where I'm based right now as well. And we have free education, free university degrees. And that's just amazing because students don't have debt. When I think about what goes on in the States, it's absurd what they're doing to millennials and kids and ugh, it makes me bleh, sick it's not nice really selling them the dream of going to college finding your dream job and then they're all just struggling to pay off their debt I personally would rather uh, have a bit of money and rent and put off the decision of buying a house than going for it before I'm personally ready and feel like I can afford it um yeah and by the way the number one thing couples fight about or one I think it's, it's in the top three anyway and get divorced is about financials it's crazy um yeah so I think that's something to take into consideration as well is where's my relationship at Realizing that a house is not going to fix my relationship, if not make it even worse. If you decide to make such a huge financial investment and you can't even afford it. As I said, buying a house though is for many of us a dream, a lifelong dream. And that's totally fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to tell you like oh it's so bad to buy a house but I think it's good to consider what's involved and when it comes to how am I going to afford it I've recently been asking myself these questions and starting to take these mini steps in case I do want to do it I don't know if I want to commit anytime soon but I think this helps in life anyway <laughs> so the first step is to look at your current financial situation. That's uh, your savings and to start budgeting, which I, I'm quite good at saving. Like 
naturally but budgeting I haven't been very strict with over the years but even doing this like once in every couple of months is just sitting down looking at what's coming in what's going out and what the heck am I spending my money on I mean nowadays we all have credit cards we have online banking we have paypal we have freaking subscriptions for everything and they are doing us subscriptions they're so bad like they just sneak in there and then they get deducted off your bill every month like netflix was recently charging me twice for about six or seven months i didn't notice until i did this like really thorough check of my credit card bill because i had like two bills a month it was weird and on each bill it was netflix and i didn't see that it was in different months anyway I was being billed twice, once in Sweden, once here, some crap like that, and uh, only realized like six months later, I mean, it's only, what, 10, 12 euro, but that's every month, that adds up to 120 euros a year, or more, my math isn't great. (laughs) It's crazy how you forget to do head calculations after you leave school. Another thing that um, you obviously want to be asking yourself and I've been asking myself is like how comfortable are you with taking on debt or not? I personally don't feel very comfortable with the, the term of taking on a big huge financial mortgage um, especially over the space of like 30 years. I think it's crazy. I think it's insane. I don't want to do that. For me, I would rather be more flexible and have more freedom. I'm, I mean, I'm the more freedom seeker. So I'm like maybe more geared towards renting. But as I said, like as I get older and mature, like things are starting to shift a bit. But in general, I would not like to be like knuckled down for such a long time and you never know what's going to happen in space of that time another thing obviously which only affects some people but is also good for everyone to keep in mind is do you have any support from family um, financially and um, I do realize that some people don't have any support whatsoever and that makes things very much more difficult but many many people in my life that I know did actually have support and that's why they could afford to buy a home so I think um, it's also good to know for everyone that you never know what's going on behind the scenes and who's getting support or not and why they can afford certain things and um, yeah to not be so hard on yourself if you can't afford it and asking yourself like how do they do it in general, how you're going to afford it is saving. And how do you save money? I think the number one rule for that is just living below your means or not increasing your spending the more you earn. So what you want to be doing is increasing your income, increasing your income, increasing your income, but keeping your spending low and that way you can set money aside to one day afford a home or 
yeah a better life and I think that's where people get stuck a lot and um, I think it's a whole new episode to talk about like living below your means and how to keep your standard of living like low and save money by the way I have a cold guys please excuse my deep voice I've also recently been putting my mind and thinking a lot about investment. In your 20s, you start earning your first real money and maybe start saving. And then you're like, okay, what next? What do I do with that money? Because obviously you get absolutely nothing from your bank. And um, yeah, the next kind of topic I want to dig a little bit deeper into is investment. And that is closely linked to the topic of possibly buying a house home or property and one big myth that needs to be busted (laughs) but that I heard of in an audiobook I'm listening to it's called rich dad poor dad is the fact that your house is your one and only investment and your biggest asset this is complete bullshit because Um, your house is actually a huge liability you have to spend money spend money spend money and keep spending money and that is it you don't get any cash flow back from your house and that is the difference between buying a house for yourself which you're going to live in so a home that's just like it's not an investment it's just like going out and buying a handbag but worst that handbag needs to be maintained like on a regular basis and you have to pay heating costs and whatnot. But if you buy a house or an apartment and you actually rent it out to other people, that would be considered an investment and an asset because you have money coming back in to either pay off uh, the loan on the, on the property or if you paid upfront for it, you have passive income how fabulous is that so yeah when it comes to how am i ever going to be able to afford a home i think there's a couple of things to keep in mind the main thing being as to do i really want this why do i want this and deciding on if it's the right goal to work towards for you the second thing is taking into consideration what personal opportunity cost is involved for yourself and whether you can afford it. And if you can't afford it right now, how are you going to work towards affording it? And basically it comes down to savings, savings, more savings. And I think that's another episode in itself, but... Just setting that goal is the beginning of working towards it. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and the whole topic of buying a home, buying and renting, who prefers to buy, who prefers to rent. Um, If you have bought a house, how did you get on? How did you finance it? Uh, Drop me a comment on Instagram under at Livily underscore or on my blog on www.thelivylife.com 
gmail.com i hope you enjoyed this episode i am so grateful for all the lovely messages that have come my way since releasing quartz life living please keep them coming because sometimes i ask myself is this even good <laughs> and i would love to hear your feedback good and bad and yeah i shall be chatting to you soon bye